Hello and welcome back to The Road to Net Zero, a podcast from the Advanced Propulsion Centre. My name is Clem Silverman and to kick off 2023, I've sat down once again with CEO Ian Constance to get his views on the current state of the sector and what's positive to look forward to this year, including the APC's 10-year anniversary. But first, we started with a question about the latest news that's dominating the industry. Welcome, Ian. It's great to have you back on the podcast to talk through your thoughts on the automotive sector and the projects that the APC is supporting. So I just want to address the elephant in the room first. How do you see the automotive industry this year in the wake of the collapse of British Vault? I th- <laughs> Thanks for starting with something light and, uh, and airy, uh, Clem. That, uh, look, it is the obvious question. Um, now, look, I'm not going to pretend that uh, it's not a great disappointment for us that uh, British Vault uh, hasn't made it. I think the first thing to say is that British Vault is in administration and I you know I hope something good comes out of that because fundamentally I think there was a great lot there was a great amount of value in British Vault of course I did we were we were strong supporters of of that approach the fact that they have developed UK uh, technology in batteries to a point where we know that uh, people were testing those batteries and saw a lot of value in those batteries so that technology is great the site in Blythe is still absolutely probably one of the most if not the most attractive site to build gigafactories in the UK it's got abundant clean electricity supplies it's got a good grid connection it's got a deep water port to get things in and out it's got uh, you know a lot of people around who can come and work in that space so it's got a lot going for it and so um, whilst it is a blow um, it is uh, it's certainly not the end and I think it's important to recognize as well that we do have a gigafactory being built in Sunderland, which is which is great. And there are other potential gigafactory investors looking to invest in the UK. We look forward to those uh, coming forward. So we are down. This is not uh, without its consequences, but we are most certainly not out at this point. Okay, fantastic. So it sounds like there is a note of optimism in your voice there at the end. We're looking forward to this year. Is there any are there any examples of how the automotive industry has a positive outlook and what could we expect from 2023? I, there is grounds for optimism this year. Um, I mean, there's a lot of problems in the world. There's a lot of problems in the UK. Um, you know, cost of living crisis, energy costs, uh, inflation, all of this stuff. But I think to be positive, I start by looking at the numbers of battery electric vehicles in the UK market you know 2021 the market share in the UK was I think about 11% Uh, last year 22 full year I think it was around 15 16% so when you look at that there's real significant year-on-year growth and and is 15% if we carry on with that kind of growth you know are we at that long fabled inflection point that that point where we get enough traction in the market that people really uh, see the battery electric vehicle as you know the future and and, and, and where we're going that means that uh, this year in 2023 we really have to accelerate our efforts to build that supply chain to get those assembly plants turned over to do all of those things 
Um, uh, and so, you know, I, I think there's, there's, as always, there's a lot to do. What role is APC going to play in that, though? So we've got um, next round of collaborative research and development funding just about to be announced. Um, we have next cohort of our um, technology developer accelerator program, TDAP, coming through. Um, and we just had a closeout showcase of that with some wonderful examples of all the innovation which, we, which we've backed from these startups and spin outs. And, um, and of course, you know, some of the feasibility studies that we're looking at for scaling up um, projects all across the UK. So there's a lot of activity that we're doing at the APC. Have you got any examples or anything that um, stands out for you? Well, I mean, you, you've just said it all, really. I mean, this year, though, we've got a lot of plans um, to bring forward collaborative R&D competitions, as usual. As you say, more teed up, more... Uh, feasibility studies for ATF, the things that, that demonstrate the first step of uh, that investment uh, story for people and show that the, their concepts work to get to, to garner investment. We want to do more things like ARMD, the Advanced Route to Market Demonstrator, again, that demonstrates to either customers or shareholders or boards overseas or whatever that there's that capability here to to push a a, a product forward tdap as you mentioned last week we had a wave five close out we've got wave six going on now we've got wave seven coming in this year and that is so exciting it's always wonderful to see these entrepreneurs uh, these technical entrepreneurs bringing their technology forward and growing in their stature their capability their understanding their ability uh, to get their um, their ideas and their concepts to market uh, always really exciting so we'll, we'll be doing more of that um, the automotive transformation fund remains a marquee bit of what we do in terms of uh, developing that um, that future supply chain and that investment in that future supply chain um, and we'll, we'll look to continue that good work as well. And it's a big, it is a big year for the APC as well. Yeah, we turned 10 years old. So just talk me through a little bit of background for APC, what it's achieved and then what we can expect this year in terms of maybe um, throwing a knees up or a party or something like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, uh, I think it's I think it's fabulous, and and it is uh, when you look back at the ten years. Um, APC started in 2013, and when you wind back the clock to 2013, 2010, 2013, there was still a lot of senior industry people were saying things like, "Oh, battery electric vehicles that won't happen in my lifetime," and that kind of thing. When you look at it now, and I've just talked about that inflection point that we're at and that sort of general view that or battery electric vehicles for for cars and vans in particular are the future you know you you look at how far we've come but the UK is now absolutely recognized as one of the go-to places for developing low carbon auto tech and zero carbon auto tech and that's something to be really proud of then you look at the numbers the impacts you know we we're up to 50,000 jobs created or safeguarded through our various um, uh, activities and our projects and so, forth, so on and so forth. 436 organizations uh, we've, uh, we've worked with uh, closely in one way or another. And then the, the, the metric I really like is uh, over 300 million tons of carbon dioxide 
that has been avoided by the products that have come out of the projects that we have supported and that our, our um, collaborators have, uh, have worked on and delivered. Now that 300 million tons of carbon dioxide, that's like taking over 10 million average uh, internal combustion engine cars lifetime off the roads in terms of their carbon dioxide output. Now that's really phenomenal and it really shows but this isn't some academic exercise in, you know, a, a little bit of research and technology. This is really leading to important and significant outcomes in the marketplace. And I think that's something really that is worth celebrating. So, so yes, um, I'd like to think that uh, we'll put together something and, uh, and raise a glass with uh, all our friends and collaborators uh, at some point in, during the year. So just coming back to the bigger picture, so we, oh yes, we've, ABC industry has achieved a lot in the last 10 years, as you say, uh, but can you say that it's truly been a success, all that government support, industry backing, if we fail to capitalise on this moment now and really scale our ambitions to take that inflection point forward and drive that net zero, zero emission ambition to a point where we've decarbonized our transport system. Well, I don't know how you expect me to answer that, Clem. I mean, come on, uh, you know, for sure 2023 and beyond is pivotal for us. Like I said, over the past 10 years, the story has moved on in the UK. Uh, we have the capabilities, we have the engineering, we're starting to grow the supply chain, we've got We've got tentacles beyond gigafactories. It's not just gigafactories we're looking at. We're looking at the whole supply chain. Um, and we know that there's people who, uh, who are interested in investing across that supply chain. Clearly, we've still got a lot of work to do uh, to, um, to manage and deliver those investments. Uh, going back to your, your first question about British Vault, it was never about one big investment it's about lots of investors and um, whilst uh, we're really pleased with what's been achieved over the last 10 years we've still got a lot of work to do and working with the whole community um, to, to deliver those outcomes nice positive notes to end on there um, i'm sure we'll hear from you later on in the year but for now thank you very much ian and yeah we'll look forward to raising that glass with you thank you